the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, uh, wow, you know, I tell you, just uh, just had Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, Um a lot of great sacrifices, a lot of great uh, things that uh, we need to understand and remember. And not just that, but as you all know, that uh, at the beginning of November, I proclaimed the whole month of November, First Responders Day, uh, Military Day, Veterans Day. Every day is all of these types of things. And I think that... Uh, we all must have an understanding and we all must remember that there are so many sacrifices that we make, not just in the United States of America, uh, but with our allies, with our friends, uh, with our partner nations, that we all are in this thing called freedom together. And we are the United States of America uh, but it's all about uh, working toward a free world in everything that we do. So we need all of our partners. And we have to remember that we all fight or have fought on the same battlefields in order to show that uh, this is what it's all about. Freedom all over the world. And Noah, my, my great friend, you and I are historian buffs. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, you said Memorial Day at the beginning of the show. But, oh, uh, I meant Veterans exactly Day. Vet, vet, Veteran uh, Day. Veterans Day. But, you know, we, we all need to take a, a moment and just remember, you know, what it means to actually, you know, live in this country. It's such a unique experiment. It's, you know, the, the greatest country in, in the world. And sometimes I think we're all a little guilty of taking things for granted and so it's good to kind of reset around like the veterans day memorial day holidays and truly remember you know in the great country in which we live and that's what it's all about and no i just want to say one thing to our listening audience uh uh tonight uh this week is probably going to uh, i'm gonna turn it over to uh michelle noah paula shaw the rest of the week, uh, because uh, I mentioned me more. I mentioned this because uh, I had uh, a death in my family uh, the last couple of days, and and uh, I just need to leave the earth for a few days and take care of these things. But uh, I know that uh, with the great team that I have, and Michelle, Noah, my great producer, Paula Shaw. And our great guest that's going to be on. I know you guys got it, my friend. I know you guys got it. Well, yeah. you know, that's what teamwork's all about. Exactly. And like I said, um, it's about, you know, keeping the memories alive to those who not only have served our country, but also who have made an impact in our lives. Made an impact in our life. And Noah, uh, our great guest tonight, uh, Mark Mikey, man, he is such a great friend, I believe, and um, uh, he has inspired me, and many times, he's been on the show, I think this is his fourth time uh, coming on the show, but he's going to be on many, many more, but he wrote this piece, and we played this on Memorial Day called Why We Remember, 
before we introduce this great guy, before we introduce this great guy, uh, first of all, listen, audience, I want you to know that you must call in. You must call in. You must call in. 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Call in and share all your thoughts on what you believe. But listen to this great friend of mine, Mark, Mikey, why we remember. And then once we do that, we're going to introduce this great guy in the next three, three and a half segments. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get a chance to learn about this man. Can we do that, Noah? Yeah, most definitely. Why we remember. To remember not only the fallen, but the sacrifices made by the living, who have experienced horrors which are simply beyond the comprehension of the unindoctrinated. To acknowledge the sacrifice made by the families of the fallen and of all those who have served and who are still serving. Because nobody ever truly comes home for more. Only a version of yourself returns a haunted version whose very soul has been irreversibly stained by the realization that evil is in fact real and it does indeed cajole decent people into doing awful things. It's the understanding of how unspeakably horrible one person can be to another or forever taints you Witnessing a flagrant disregard for the sanctity of life is not something you can unsee. It is this stain which affects every aspect of your civilian life, often for the rest of your life. We remember our soldiers because they bear a terrible burden so that others will never have to carry the painful weight of freedom. To acknowledge the privilege we enjoy of living in a peaceful country where our children can safely walk to school without the fear of their school being bombed. We remember because we acknowledge that we can not ever fully appreciate the sacrifices. So we remember in lieu of understanding. We remember because it's the best that we can do and the least we should do to honor our soldiers, sailors, and airmen, both past and present. We remember because they likely know the unforgettable stench of burning human flesh and the sound of the screams of the burning. We remember them because they cannot forget. We remember because the survivors often struggle from debilitating depression, relentless nightmares, and uncontrollable anger. We remember because veterans are at a much higher risk of suicide. We remember them because many of them can never find peace. We remember them because we don't carry the burden of becoming them. such an important message that uh, it sends chills every time I listen to it. I listen to it at least 50, 60 times. Uh, but uh, every time I listen to that message, it still brings back the same feelings uh, and even more. 
So this is what I want to do, Michelle. I want you to first uh, tell our listening audience so what's the title of tonight's message and also tell them the purpose of the message and, and, and also introduce this great guy. Let's bring him on. Okay. Yes, the title of today's show is Why We Remember. And the purpose of the show is getting to know the background and profession of Mark Meinke, discuss his piece, Why We Remember, the importance of our freedoms, and learn about some of the issues that afflict our veterans today. Mark Meinke is a Canadian infantry veteran and the creative operation Tango Romeo, the trauma recovery podcast for veterans, first responders, and their families. Operation TR is on a mission to save lives and relieve pain by making help for PTS injuries easily accessible with a vision of a world where the path to recovery is clear. Those wounded with PTS injuries are often disconnected from society, even from their own lives. With this disconnection comes pain, loneliness, depression, and anger. All too often, the sense of disconnection results in reduced ability to create an income, homelessness, and even suicide. Operation Tango Romeo is an easily accessible lifeline for the wounded to reconnect. By reconnecting, the listeners know that they are not alone. This connection creates a sense of hope that recovery is possible, and the content of Operation Tango Romeo provides the path to recovery. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, welcomes back Mr. Mark Meinke. Mark, how you doing, my friend? Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Well, thanks so much for having me. Great to be back with you, James and Michelle. It's uh, quite the honor. Thank you. Okay, Mark, uh, I tell you, this is what I want to do before we get off into a question with you because... Uh, I don't want to break it off, but uh, we're going to take a station break. Then we're going to come back. And we're going to really get an opportunity to know this great, great man and uh, for you to tell your story. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 344 Again, that's one 344 It's your life. I'm James Cole. Back shortly with Mark. Monarchy after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Are you a veteran over the age of 65 or were you married to a veteran over the age of 65? If so, we want to make sure you're getting all the VA benefits you deserve. Veterans Advocacy Associates is a nonprofit organization whose sole goal is to help veterans get the benefits they've earned and deserve. They've helped thousands of veterans and their surviving spouses understand and receive VA benefits. Call them even if you have previously been denied. Call 951-296-6755 or visit myvaa.org. That's myvaa. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. 
Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and we're talking about why we remember, why we remember. And what that means if you're just tuning in. It's why we remember everything, why we remember our veterans, why we remember our active duty, why we remember love for our country, why we remember our first responders. I'm talking our firemen, police, officers, and everything else. In order for us to be free and in order for us to strive, in order for us to be a nation, a United States of America and the United States not just the United States, but uh, with our ally partners, Canada, uh, UK, uh, France, and all of our ally partners, we all have to have a similar mindset that uh, everybody should be given an opportunity, regardless of who you are, regardless of what color you are, regardless of what religion you are, regardless of what your background, uh, to have an opportunity to be free. And be successful. So I have my great, great friend, Mark Mikey, and we're talking about why we remember. And if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Mark, my friend, Mark, my friend, you have been a, a guest on the show a couple of times already. And I know that uh, Michelle introduced you, but can you remind our listening audience, where you are, because uh, you in Canada, raised, and some of your experiences, and and can you tell us uh, along with that, uh, did you have any role models in shaping the person that you are today? You bet. And thanks again for having me on. It's a pleasure. Uh, you're great people, and you're on a great mission. So I am a Canadian. I'm from the province of Alberta. I'm living in southern Alberta now, but grew up with east of Edmonton, and uh, that's the most northern major city of a population close to a million um, on the continent. So pretty north, east of the snow. But, uh, when I joined the army, I was about 20. Well, not about. I was 20 years old, and the idea was. I got to do something, because I was a bit of a goofball in high school, and I knew that I had to do something with my life, or I'm going to end up flipping burgers for the rest of us. So into the military I went, and I ended up in the infantry, which I really knew nothing about or what to expect. But uh, I'm glad I did, because infantry means challenge. And by doing something like that, I never have to wonder if I could have, if I would have made it, if I had to stop. I was able to do it and, and get through it, but... Of course, it comes with a price. So, as an infantry soldier, I ended up deployed to Croatia in 1994 during the genocide. And uh, the war was from 91 to 95. I was there right in the middle of 94. And that's where I was injured with a post-traumatic stress injury. Didn't know it, but I was. And I really wow. connect the dots and was not diagnosed for 23 years. I knew something was wrong, I just didn't think it was because of my service. And even if I had a suspicion that I might be, I sure as heck didn't want to admit it. Didn't want to feel like I was weak or less than. And like so many do, I trivialized my service and my experiences, thinking, you know, uh, I don't really, I could have been injured. That couldn't have happened to me. It wasn't that bad. And that's what people tend to do, and that is a big, big part of the problem. Because of the stigma and with people not talking about it, if they suspect there might be a problem, the cognitive dissonance kicks in and they just reject that information, they reject that idea. It came to the point 23 years later where I couldn't ignore it anymore. I couldn't. I knew that it was a problem. 
And uh, I finally made that first phone call. And there was like a thousand pound telephone to reach out for, for help. But I'm awfully glad I did. And on the journey, I started attending a peer support group. And it grew into Operation Tango Romeo, the Family Recovery Pod, because I wanted to take what we were doing at the peer support group and share it. And share it I have. We're in 58 countries now, and um, it's growing every day, which is pretty fantastic to see. Wow. You know, uh, I tell you, Mark, you might want to adjust your audio a little bit, uh, but uh, uh, what lesson did you, what lesson was instilled in you, and how did you hold those lessons into everything that you're doing today? Because, uh, I mean, I, 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 I see that you're doing so many great things. You need to turn my audio up or down? Um. It's just uh, a little unclear right now, so you probably need to turn it up. If you're on a mic, if you get on the handset, that might improve it. Okay. I'm on a mic. Okay. So we'll go go with what we got. Uh, But but, um, what lesson did uh, the military instill in you, and how did you uh, uphold those lessons to the person that you are today? Well, one of the biggest lessons, especially being an infantry soldier, is that I can do a whole lot more than I thought I did. And that is a great lesson to transfer to life. Most people have no idea of what they're capable of physically or mentally, because they've never been pushed to extreme. And that is really the gift of doing something that's hardcore, whether you're a special operator or special forces or infantry like I was. The um, going with three or four days without any sleep, that kind of thing, getting um, a 20-mile ruck march in six hours, all these are the type of things that most people don't ever do, and they're never challenged to that level. So um, thinking that once you've done it, that little bit of confidence that comes with it, that is something that is a transferable skill. And can put you in a position where you realize, yeah, I, I can do what most people think is impossible. I can do that. The truth is, most people can do that, but they don't know that they can. And that's the gift of uh, a little bit of military service, is that you know that you can because you were forced to. Mark, what inspired and when, when did you first have the inspiration to write that piece, Why We Remember?, well, I've got three stepkids, and none of them go to Remembrance Day in uh, the state, November 11th, is Veterans Day. And it's just because they don't connect to it. They, they, even though I'm the man of the house, it still doesn't mean a lot to them. And I put a lot of thought to that. I was thinking, why is it? Where, what is the disconnection? Why do people not understand or have a reverence for the sacrifice of veterans. And then I thought upon contemplation, you know, I think a part of the problem is that people tend to speak in euphemism. They trivialize what it actually is. They don't um, make it raw. And so I wrote this piece as sort of a uh, modern-day Flanders field to connect to the people that, as best as they can, when, when they hear the piece or when they read the piece, just give them a better idea of what the experience has been, not just for veterans, it's for first responders as well. Um, people often trivialize uh, the experience of cops and first responders and the trauma that they experience, but the trauma experienced by first responders is no less or no greater than, than that experienced by veterans. So we, we don't compare the two, one is worse than the other. Well, Mark, you know, what is the feedback and the response that you've gotten to this piece that you wrote? Well, that's a good question. It's been interesting. Um, some people can't listen to it. It's just a little bit too raw, a little bit too real, and they relate to it a little bit too much. So um, it's just been a little bit overly heavy for some people. And others, they, um, 
they use it for the Remembrance Day ceremony. It's actually been read by mayors of various cities across the country that I know of, so they've reached out to me either asking for, for permission or thanking me for writing this. And it's been played at um, Remembrance Day ceremonies, big and small, all around the world that I know of. Um, I think that's what I've been told. So the feedback has been good. <laughs> just the, the only negative feedback is that it might be just a little bit sweeter. Hey, Mark, uh, right before break, uh, and we can always pick it up on the other side if the answer tends to be a little bit more lengthy, but you also stated that nobody ever truly comes home from war. It, rather, only a version of yourself comes home. Can you start to explain this statement? And again, if we need more time, we can take it on the other side of the break. Well, uh, for sure. Um, the way that I... The way I've experienced it myself is when you have seen true evil, whether it's the evil face to face or the work of that, the bombed out village, the piles of bodies, that is not the work of a healthy human being. And it's almost as if, like in the cartoons, with a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other. It's almost like the angel was not felt cold and that devil took that person over. Because the things that one person can do to another person, it just defies imagination and it defies logic. When you've seen that, it leaves a stamp on you. you can't unsee it. You can't unknow it. You can't unknow the depth of depravity that people are capable of doing. But once you've witnessed it, and once you've realized, oh my goodness, this is a part of uh, the human condition, that changes you. And that's what I mean by you've never really come home for more. Once you've been in one, and you've seen bombed out villages, and Mark, Mark, can you hold that thought? Listening audience, we have to take a station break, but we will be back with Mr. Mark Monarchy on the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And listening audience, you want to be part of this conversation, call 1-888-344-1170, 1-888-344-1170. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gift of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. 
It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. I'm Michelle Cooley, and we have a great guest tonight, Mr. Mark Meinke. And the title of tonight's show is... We will remember why we remember, actually. And um, we are just having a great conversation with Mark. And um, listening audience, you want to be part of the show, call in at 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. Noah, you were asking Mark a question in the last segment. Yeah, I was, Michelle, and he was really given a good answer, but I want to get the uh, extended and uh, second part to the answer when he was explaining why somebody doesn't truly come home from war. It's just rather a version of themselves that returns. So, Mark, you were talking about that a little bit. Can you expand on that a little more? Absolutely, and I appreciate the question. Basically, the game of witnessing what you witness. It changes your perception of what is possible, and it changes your reality. And like a balloon once expanded, it can never go back to its original size. It's the same kind of idea. And for the rest of your life, you can see things that other people, um, by comparison, are kind of Pollyanna of. So where this is becomes a bit of a problem as well is in catastrophic thinking. We're going to worst-case scenarios. So seeing the worst uh, in everything. And when people um, will often respond, oh, you're overreacting, you're, you're too worried, or um, that's crazy, that could never happen. And the line is, well, I know some things because I've seen some things. And uh, what a lot of people think is impossible the veterans and uh, many first responders know it isn't impossible. In fact, it is something to be concerned about. You know, Mark, we often talk about the military providing the freedoms that we enjoy on a daily basis as Americans. How important our freedoms are, I, I think, is really something that's immeasurable. Can you explain that in your opinion about what I just stated um, and what, what that means to you? Well, unfortunately, I think people have, for the most part, um, taken their freedom for granted because they've always had them, and they don't know what it's like without them. And it's only with uh, the COVID restrictions that we've all been experiencing that we're kind of getting a little bit of a taste of what it's like to lose those freedoms. But from my perspective, um, the idea of exchanging freedom for liberty is not a good idea. It's been warned about by the founding fathers of the United States and for a reason. Once uh, power has expanded, it never contracts back to its original size, much like a person's mind. And when that power has been given, when you forfeited that ground, it's really difficult to gain that ground back, which we're seeing in most of the world right now, certainly in Canada. So if somebody thinks that their rights are more important or less important than their safety, I would disagree. When uh, when people go to war, they do so with exactly the opposite idea. Because, for instance, I hit a tripwire. <laughs> I was in the most heavily mined area in the world, um, or one of them anyway. And were shot at and uh, was in grave danger. And it was worth it because my safety was not as important as defending the rights of people to live freely. The freedoms are worth dying for, and they've been paid for in blood. So that is something that um, I stand very firm in, and it's unfortunate that people have given up their freedoms as easily as they have. I agree. Great, great answer. Michelle? Mark, um, you know, can you share in your opinion with our listening audience like certain privileges that civilians enjoy because of the sacrifices of our veterans? Can you kind of go over that, the, the, the privileges and, and also the certain freedoms? Well, the biggest is um, actually I, I want to roll it back a little bit. We have to remember how 
U.S. and Canada were formed in the first place, and why they were formed. Uh, every country in the world at one point was run by dictators. And right now, 53% of the world is still run by dictators, leaving only 47% in uh, Western democracy. So people didn't like it. It wasn't working for them. Uh, to get away from the tyrants and the kings and the warlords, people got on rickety old ships and crossed the ocean with an uncertain future, not even sure if they'd make it across the pond. And they took that giant risk to start from nothing and to be pioneers, because that's how bad living under tyranny is. Um, right now, in today's terms, we have people jumping on little uh, rickety rafts to get from Cuba to Florida and risking the life of their children to do so because it's better to live starting from scratch in a world of freedom than it is to live in Cuba. That's, it's not a small thing to do. And these are all people that are desperate for freedom. And when we've had it for so long, we tend to forget that that's how this whole country, this whole continent was founded. And to preserve that freedom, the American uh, system, they call it the American experiment, is the best in the world because of the Constitution and Bill of Rights. The Constitution and Bill of Rights are a firewall against tyranny. They are there to restrict the government, to keep the government from becoming tyrannical. And why do you have to do that? Because of human nature. If you know anything whatsoever, including our own history, we know that if you put too much power in the hands of people for too long, they become tyrants. It's just the way it is. The Constitution and Bill of Rights was created to protect the people from the government. It was created so that the government would restrict itself from abusing its power. So when people trivialize any of the Constitution, they're saying, well, it's an old document, it's a couple hundred years old, we got to update it. <laughs> no. Um, that Constitution does, it does not need to change because human nature has not changed. Greed is still um, the most dangerous thing that is out there. And that lust for power is still there. We haven't evolved past it. It's not an outdated idea. And again, the feelings that we do have of speech, of assembly, of getting together and and enjoying each other's company, of disagreeing with the government without getting shot, we have to protect them. Because if we don't, we'll lose them. And once they're lost, they are kind of a gun to get back. Mark, before we go into station break, um, do you consider freedom, our freedoms less important than public safety? Well, and, and that's uh, circling back, and our freedoms are absolutely more important than public safety. And that is a check that has been written and cashed by everybody who's ever served their country. Um, where we've all said that our freedoms are absolutely more important than our personal safety. We put ourselves at this. And that is something that cannot be flushed down the toilet by giving up our freedoms. Thank you, Mark. Listening audience, we're going to have to take a station break. But we'll be back with Mr. Mark Meinke on the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. Do you want to be part of this conversation? Please call in at 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. 
It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. Hi, I'm Michelle Cooley. We are excited to have Mr. Mark Meinke on the show today, and he's just educating us about um, the piece he wrote, why we remember about veterans, first responders, and, you know, just to remember that we have people out there who give up their lives, who who fight for our freedom so we can have the certain freedoms and privileges that we have in our country today. If you want to be part of the show, please call in at 1-888-344-1170. 1-888-344-1170. Noah? Well, Mark, I think this is uh, the next question that I have, something that has been talked about for quite some time, but it's a very important topic, and I'd love to know what your thoughts are on the issue, actually issues, why do you believe that when military men and women get out of the service, veterans uh, experience homelessness, they experience alcoholism, substance abuse, and there's so much addiction going on? Why is this such a big deal with the veteran community? And the second part of the question is, how do we turn it around? Uh, and that's a fantastic question. The thing that is not understood about homelessness, but it's becoming more and more understood, is that everybody who's on the streets homelessness is suffering from trauma, whether they're military or not. And in the case, one out of five homeless people are veterans, and that's just horrific. The reason it's so high is that uh, being a veteran is a very, being a military service member is a very high trauma-rich environment. And when you are injured with a PTS injury, post-traumatic stress injury, um, those injuries are so severe, or they can be, and they're on the scale. I mean, it doesn't affect, uh, there, there are people with uh, PTSD who are very, very high performing. Um, that's not everybody. It, it affects different people in different ways, uh, including and up to suicide. So just before suicide uh, is homelessness on, on, on the sliding scale of, uh, of the impact that it has. And they're homeless because they can't keep a job. They can't keep a job. They can't um, get off the drugs that are, or the alcohol that they're using to try to soothe and deal with the trauma. They're trying to self-medicate. And because when you're drunk, anyway, you're doing drugs, for that short period of time, you are feeling better. And you are getting away. So many people, uh, they, the nightmares are so horrific that the only way that they can get a good night's sleep and not have nightmares is if they drink until they black out. So that is how desperate it is to get a good night's sleep, to get released from the nightmares and released from the depression, released from anxiety. People will do just about anything and uh, and it just starts a negative feedback loop, a downhill spiral. And that is why so many veterans are alcoholic or drug addicts or, um, or, or homeless. And on the more functional ones, still, a uh, very large chunk uh, end up with divorces and a whole collection of them, not just one or two. But um, 
the symptoms make it very difficult to maintain a stable relationship. And uh, and that's why the suicide rate as well. Because the, um, for the people that aren't high-performing with the injury, uh, you experience a lot of failure to life. And you're always the person in the room or it can be that um, telling the inappropriate folks that you didn't read the room and or you're just having trouble transitioning into the civilian life. It's uh, when you're the odd duck and you just don't get anywhere, um, it's very, very lonely life. And that adds to, to the depression. Mark, why do you believe that unemployment rates for veterans it's so high. And for me, that's always been very astounding because you would think that somebody that's been in the military, they're probably more qualified uh, for just about any job than anybody else because they've had to go through such rigorous training, not just physical, but mental as well. And so that I've never understood. So also upon your answer with that, how do we make sure that we can get the help of the veterans, not just to get more jobs, but to maybe get them help for the alcoholic and substance abuses that you were just talking about? Like there needs to be more given back to the veterans. Yeah. And they're all great questions. It's, um, as far as high unemployment, it goes back to what I was saying, but also there is a misunderstanding among the veterans community where they don't think they have transferable skills. Like, okay, well, I know how to shoot these guns or this artillery piece or uh, operate this military-specific equipment, but how in the heck is this going to translate to civilian life? And they're focusing on all the wrong things. The truth is uh, that veterans have the most important skills some people call them soft skills, which I would disagree with that term. But um, if you're not early, if you're not uh, early, you're late. Try to find that in today's world where your employees show up early instead of just um, in your nick of time or five minutes late. Uh, so just something as simple as being on time, being um, decked out and clean, knowing how to iron your pants and your shirts. And these are all things that just having a higher standard of dressing department and professionalism and how to conduct yourself. These are all transferable skills that cannot be understated. And um, as the years go by, because they are more, more rare in the, um, in, in the general community. There's people going to the grocery store wearing their pajamas, no sense of self-esteem or pride. And in the veteran community, people know how to... Uh, be well turned out, so and to represent professionally, you know, and to stay on mission and to problem solve, improvise, adapt, and overcome. These are all extremely powerful transferable skills that the veteran community doesn't tend to give themselves credit for. So, and then of course, the, the second part is um, not a great transition into civilian life. So to help with the unemployment rate, uh, the Canadian military has made some strides. Um, when, when I got out, uh, I got the boot out to do well. I didn't get the boot out. I, I released um, of my own volition. But it was just, see you later. You're out the door, turn in your kit, and you're gone. Uh, nowadays, it's at least a six-month-to-a-year process where it's gradual, and um, there's given seminars that you take, and they do their best to prepare you for civilian life. And it's a gradual thing. It's not, you're just not jumping into the ice water um, right off the bat. And I don't know in, in the military what their transition is like um, in the U.S., but it's definitely something that if you care about your veterans uh, or your active serving, uh, you have to really um, take a lot of time to make sure there's a good transition period and transition program so that they can be successful when they do enter civilian life. Um, does that answer your question? No, it does. And I just think we need to give as many resources to the veterans as possible because for everything they give, it's the least that I think the society, whether you're talking about Canada or the United States, can do for them. And and that's part of the reason why I wrote that piece, Why We Remember, because by reading it and ruminating on a little bit, I think it helps people, at least I hope so, it helps people understand just a little bit more about the, the 
free of the sacrifice that's made by everybody. Mark, we're coming down to the end of the show. In one minute or less, can you tell us exactly uh, what is Operation Tango Romeo and how can a uh, listening audience contact you? Yes, thank you, Michelle. Operation Tango Romeo is a trauma recovery podcast for veterans, first responders, and their families. The mission is to save lives and relieve pain by making help for PTS injuries easily accessible. The vision is of the world where the path to recovery is clear. And we can be found on Facebook, on the Operation Tango Romeo page, all the major platforms. Uh, most people go to either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Uh, we're also on Anchor, Google, and uh, all the big. And um, I encourage people to go to the show, pick and choose a few different uh, episodes, and just give it a look. It's Thank not you. just for yourself to recover, but also how to support uh, others who are trying to recover. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for being a guest today on the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. Thank you, Noah. This has been a great conversation. What do you think? I think it's one that needs to be had more often, Michelle. I, if there's one thing besides kids that I like talking about and getting to the forefront, it's, it's taking care of and honoring the veterans for everything they've done. So great conversation today. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, listening audience. We'll be back tomorrow for the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. Um, I'm Michelle Cooley. James will be back next week. And we wish you a safe and a pleasant rest of the day. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.